You're listening to the Soakin' Community Podcast. Your favorite source for gaming, film, and internet debate starts now. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Soakin' Podcast. I'm your host, T, and with our, well, half of the normal group. For those of you who were with us last episode, we'll recall that Jace is indeed apparently dead. We miss him dearly, but wouldn't dream of delaying our production schedule, so that means that we're here and we dragged in another victim. So with that, without further ado, allow me to introduce Leo as usual and Syl. Uh, first, uh, everyone press F to pay respects for Jace. And um, hello, I'm Leo. Jace Tracer. He's calling to us from beyond the grave. Luckily, Jace is not dead. Uh, he is just under the weather and uh, dealing with family for the holidays. But uh, it's okay. I'm here. I'm stepping out of the quiet producer corner to uh, participate. And I hate every second of it already. Huzzah! <laughs> and this will be hitting the air just after Christmas Day, so hopefully by then you are all also free of any familial invaders and we hope that you've all had a great holiday so far as for you two how are you guys doing so by the time this airs uh, it'll be post christmas um as it stands though when we're recording it's it's pre-christmas so i'm getting ready to head down um i'm taking my my wife and two daughters to hang out with my family it's my parents um who in this day and age are not divorced, which makes them um, kind of a rarity. But um, wow. yeah, they're still hanging in there. Look um, at you with the whole family. <laughs> I'm so <laughs> spoiled. <laughs> uh, but my brother and his family are, are coming down too. We're going to have a good old-fashioned Christmas near the tree. And I'm stoked. Looking forward to it. How about you, Syl? This is strange, though. Like, you're not, you're not typing in my ear telling know, me to right? shut up and move on. Yeah, usually I'm just, uh, you know, you always say that you're the cynical old man on the show, but I'm the cynical young man behind the scenes. So this is going to be a really cynical episode. I know. It's going to be so cynical. I'm excited. <laughs> Speaking of being cynical, I'm not a very big holiday person, so I don't like to celebrate things. I don't celebrate my birthday very often. I don't tell people happy birthday. The most you get from me when it's your birthday is, uh, is you'll get a nod of, of uh, acknowledging you exist. That's pretty much it. So I'll probably just uh, accept whatever presents I get, give whatever presents I bought, and get drunk. Get real, real drunk. Hey, Syl. Yes. Happy belated and upcoming birthday. Uh, okay. Whatever. You fight good. <laughs> Today we'll be talking about the new Ghostbusters Afterlife Google Stadia and bringing something back from our previous seasons in the form of a game show. Let's get into it. Yeah. On December 9th, Sony released the trailer for Ghostbusters Afterlife, a film that appears to take place in the same canon as the original Ghostbusters series, but of course, several years later. Bill Murray, Dan Aykroyd, and more are listed as cast for the film. Do you think that their inclusion lends the film credibility, or do you think that it's just a way to reap on nostalgia? All right, so let's set the record straight. We have Bill Murray, we have Dan Aykroyd, 
We have Ernie Hudson, Sigourney Weaver, Annie Potts, Rick Moranis, and rest in peace, Harold Ramis. It is an all-star and brilliant cast. Um, but I do think uh, their inclusion both lends the film credibility and it's a way to reap on nostalgia. Um, there really is a lot to be said for the star power of, of these folks, particularly when they're cast in a Ghostbusters film. Um, the the stuff they bring to the table is honestly like I can I can watch Bill Murray standing still and I'll find him funny. Um, and same with Dan Aykroyd. The rest of the folks really are just amazing actors, um, and th- th- what they're what they're able to bring is is truly priceless. So I'm I'm stoked for it, and I'm not at all I'm not at all ashamed of the fact that they're going to be bringing nostalgia because I'm I'm I get I got teary eyed honestly, and I got a little goosebumpy just watching the trailer. So I can't imagine what's going to happen watching the movie. So. I love Bill Murray with a passion. We spent like 20 minutes on the last uh, Technically Content talking about Bill Murray stories. But as much as I did enjoy the trailer, and I think that it's uh, it's probably going to be a decent movie. I mean, it looks like it'll be a decent movie. I can't not be upset at the fact that we're just remaking films again. You know, the last like, what, 10, maybe longer years in Hollywood has really just been remake everything Disney, remake everything nostalgic from the 90s and earlier. And it's just like, I don't know, I just want new stuff. I want new content. I agree. I'm I'm stoked for new content. I'm stoked for new stories. But that's where I think, that's what I think this Ghostbusters is. Um, the 2016 remake of Ghostbusters was that remake. And it was what I think fans really didn't want. There, there just wasn't much interest in that this seems the continuation of the story which is which is where i think they're going right um this this adds to the story of the previous ghostbusters which is what i'm i'm probably most excited about i'm stoked to see these cast members together in their same roles but honestly if they were doing it and you know just making the same old story i wouldn't be interested because this is new because this is a continuation of it that's what what i'm really stoked about I will say, I think um, the fact that it's a continuation of the story rather than just rebooting it is a huge plus. But I don't know, I'd like i I'd still... We had Ghostbusters, you know? It's a cultural icon even now, like for my generation. It's... We don't need another one, in my opinion. I'm not saying they shouldn't have made it. I'm probably going to enjoy it. I'll, I'll watch it, but I don't know. I, I, to actually answer the question about the cast... Um, was didn't Bill Murray make a cameo in the 2016 one? He did. So did Dan Aykroyd, and so did Ernie Hudson, if I'm not mistaken. Right, and I don't feel like that did anything for the film. <laughs> I don't think it made it more successful. Um, it might have gotten some more people interested, people who were fans of the original series, but uh, it didn't make the film any better. So. Yeah, but their cameos were as like completely different characters. They weren't. Um, you know, their Ghostbuster selves. I'm looking forward to it. I think they're going to, they're going to reinvigorate um, the, the story. And I'm hoping, um, granted the first Ghostbusters was, I've heard the, the term used a lot, lightning in a bottle. It was just the perfect storm. 
perfect writers, perfect cast, perfect story, perfect genre um, that was brand new. I'm hoping uh, that it can be better than Ghostbusters 2 was, which was, meh. I don't think it was as good as the original. I don't, I don't know if that's even a controversial statement. Um, but I'm hoping it can bring more to the story um, and bring it into the 21st century. I guess I can say this for it is that I didn't watch the 2016 one. I had no interest in it. Uh, this one I'm interested in, so I'll probably see it. Speaking of new things and a breath of fresh life, how do you feel about the new cast members? For example, Paul Rudd and Finn Wolfhard have all been cast. So Finn Wolfhard is uh, a solid choice. He's a very young actor, and the truth is to find young actors who have the talent to pull off these roles is difficult. He's been in Stranger Things. He's been in It, um, and I think I think he can I think he can act, um, and I think this will be uh, this will be really neat to see him in Paul Rudd Rude Rudd how do you say his last name Rudd Rudd Paul Rudd um, he's another one of those guys that he, he's kind of versatile in um, I've seen him do stuff that just seems really funny and I've seen him do stuff that seems rather serious and I think um, Ghostbusters is a genre that has both like it's a unique horror slash comedy like those t seem like two completely contradictory genres, but Ghostbusters seem to do it so well. Um, again, not the second one so much, but we don't need to talk about that. But um, Paul Rudd is a character that I think can manage uh, those two perspectives really well. I'm I'm excited about him. I am a huge fan of Paul Rudd. I love him a lot. Um, I agree with you entirely that he's a very ver uh, versatile actor. Uh, his like origins are in comedy and in interviews he always talks about how comedy is like his main thing however have you ever seen a movie called uh, the fundamentals of caring i believe it's on netflix mm, no this sounds like another film student movie that i wouldn't <laughs> maybe, have seen maybe a little bit but it is absolutely worth watching it's a very serious film uh well it's it's a drama with some comedic elements but it is uh Paul Rudd stars in it, and it is one of the best recent movies I've seen. It's incredible. Um, You're gonna send it to me. I'm gonna. I'm intrigued. Absolutely. You, I. You'll love it. It's great. Um, that said, uh, as much as I like Finn Wolfhard, I'm not a hundred percent sure about him in this film. I don't know if it's because my first experience with uh, Finn, uh, Finn Wolfhard was through Stranger Things, and I just got used to him in that role. But when I saw him as Richie in It, I wasn't a huge fan. Richie was my favorite character in It, and uh, Bill Hader's version of it in the sequel was fantastic. Something about Finn Wolfhard playing the character just didn't do it for me. Kind of like seeing Mark Hamill in anything that wasn't Star Wars. Or voicing Joker, but yeah, pretty much exactly right. Like it, you just get used to a character in, or uh, an actor in certain roles, and it just becomes weird to see them in other things. I don't know if that's what's happening with Finn Wolfhard for me, but I don't know. Just seeing him in the trailer, I like him a lot. I want to like that he's going to be in this movie, but I'm cautious. Or like watching Mark Hamill be a cynical, bitter old hermit on an island, sequestered himself away from contacting uh all life cut himself off from the force and 
Well, yeah, let's not start this right now. <laughs> we have been forbidden from off opinions on that movie until more time has passed. We cannot speak to it. I right know. <laughs> we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it later in the season. Okay. Ghostbusters Afterlife is set to release in July of 2020, and we'll be waiting with bated breath to see if any great stories come out about, you know, more shenanigans on set. Okay. Okay, we're, we're a little late on this one. But it's okay. So, for this subject, it's been gaining some traction in the news since its release. Talking about Google Stadia. 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 We're gonna go with Stadia. one. Stadia. Yeah. Uh, back in March, Google's keynote address at the Game Developers Conference revealed the first looks at Stadia, a cloud-based gaming service that requires no hardware, only an internet connection, and Google Chrome. This is a pretty ambitious approach to this kind of technology. Uh, do you think that we are living in the space age of the future? Is this something that you think will be feasible to play out? Or have they tried to reach too far? So, Stadia is... Stadia? 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 Whatever. Stadia. Stadia. <laughs> um, it's a neat idea. It's, you know, being able to play video games without actually having to have the physical hardware it's neat it's a cool idea i think however we're not there um everything i've seen and i'm gonna be frank i don't have stadia the truth is i'm not gonna get stadia um this isn't the first attempt at something like stadia um and the the previous attempt ended the way that i think this is going to end as well which is uh an acknowledgement that the human race simply doesn't have the ubiquitous technology that this requires um, and that technology is the kind of internet speeds and connectivity that make this feasible right now um, any kind of latency in a wi-fi connection or or even landline will slow down your reactions in even single player games and that is that's a deal breaker for me um, I don't play a lot of competitive online games. I do play co-op online games and I do play MMOs and things, but, um, the latency there, I mean, if it starts getting up into the numbers that I've seen Stadia at honestly tripled and quadrupled, there's absolutely no way to play that game, um, or those games. Even single player games though, normally if my internet seems to be running like hot garbage and I'm, you know, I'm... I'm not able to get online and play competitively or cooperatively like I'd like to. I'll just play a single player game because my internet latency doesn't factor into that. But when you're doing it on st Stadia, 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 it, it, even those single player games are affected by it. And that's, that's not cool, man. You don't mess with my single player games. So I find it a little difficult to disagree with you. I think the idea is cool. Um, something called NVIDIA Shield basically does the same thing and it works great for casual games apparently. I don't use that either. I probably won't use Google Stadia, not because I don't think it's a good idea, but because I can't afford it. I'm a college student. You guys talk about your disposable income for consoles and all that. <laughs> yeah, uh, you're not wrong. Yeah, I so I can't afford to use it, but 
I do think it's a really good idea. Um, I don't know how I feel about it requiring internet access. I think that might be a little much. Um, if I recall correctly, when Xbox One was coming out, it was supposed to do something similar where you needed internet access to play games and they very quickly abandoned that when people were like, that's dumb, why would we do that? Um, so I don't know if ultimately it's going to work out, but I think the technology is there. Uh, internet speeds are generally good if you can afford a good internet speed or a good uh, uh, provider. Um, I don't know, I, th I think ultimately it's probably not going to succeed on a massive scale, but I think that it's a good first step into this kind of technology. Because, you know, everything is science fiction until it's not. That's a really good statement. I like that. Yeah. If I recall correctly, part of the issue that people had with the Xbox being, or streaming-based, cloud-based gaming services, was the lack of physical copies and ability to actually own the game that you were playing, as that it was instead then tied to an online account. Do you, do you think that Google has the security necessary to make sure that that won't be so much of an issue, or...? I think that um, that idea of owning a physical copy of the game has died out since the Xbox Xbox One's release. Um, I own very few physical copies of any Xbox One games or PS4 games or anything else. Pretty much everything I play is downloaded uh, from the cloud, just a digital copy of everything. I, I think we're at a point with technology where we're kind of over the clutter. You know, people don't care about the discs as much as uh, as they used to they just want the game that's all they really need and i think it's uh it's heavily portrayed how the culture has changed by how um a lot of games have changed what they do with their what's the word pre-ordering back in like what uh mid-2000s you'd order pre-order uh halo 3 and you'd get like a helmet right if you pre-ordered the master collection version or whatever uh and then that would be sitting on your wall. You'd have like a collectible from the game. But these days, everything you get for pre-ordering is just digital stuff. It's skins for your character or uh, weapon skins or new weapons or something like that. I uh, pre-ordered Borderlands 3 and it just gives you new weapons. That's all you get for it. It doesn't give you any, anything physical because you don't need it. You know, people don't care about that anymore. Yeah, I, I don't think I don't I don't really think security is the issue. Um, and I'm. While I'm not a console peasant, I also don't have physical copies of PC games. Um, but my bigger my bigger issue is while while this is a system that Google has created and this is a project of Google's, they have all the money in the world to back just about anything they want to back, and they can brainstorm and create anything in the world. Let me share with you a little list of Google's failed projects. Google Wave, Okrit, Google Plus, Google Hangouts on Air, Google Answers, Google Catalog Search, Dodgeball, Google Notebook, Google Page Creator, Google Video, Google Glass, Google Null. These weren't bad ideas. They were actually pretty decent ideas. Just like I think Stadia, I think I got it right just like stadia is a good idea the problem is google has these cool ideas but they just don't seem to implement them properly or they don't adapt to the feedback that they receive and what what they ultimately do with these projects is they abandon them 
For most of these projects, that's fine. They just abandon an idea, and those who were invested in the idea don't lose a whole lot. In this case, though, you're going to lose however much money you paid into buying the rights to play these games, and you're not going to own any of them. So you're not getting these games back. That worries me um, about this this whole... Um, Racket's not the right word. I like Google as a company. I think Google is a decent company with, with a good... It's got a good idea, it's got a good direction, um, and it's got a good moral compass um, for the most part. But I don't think it has good staying power with projects that don't seem to return what is immediately awesome. And because of that, I think this is going to go the way of other projects like it. And that makes me not want to buy into it. I'm way more inclined to just stand back and wait for what I think are better internet um, connections, better internet speeds to be more common. Um, and for these kinds of projects to be more normal um, than they are now. Right now, only the best of the best connections are going to get you anything close to uh, what you'd be able to play on a regular single player game without having to be having to get it from the cloud, as well as games are just more expensive through Stadia than they are um, elsewhere. Now, they save you the price of having to buy the console, but, I mean, I already have Steam, which is, I mean, Steam is free. And if I'm going to buy a game for 30 bucks on Steam, I'm not going to pay 40 to get it on Stadia just to be throttled um, for speed. Well, uh... <laughs> Don't quote me on this, but I'm pretty sure there is a free version of Stadia, and just to get extra games, you can pay for a pro subscription. I think that's right. Um, yeah, they ha they have various subscriptions. The, the the free though is just free, um, and it's a slower speed. Uh, if yeah. you want pro, you have to pay a subscription for it. But you get, I think they had like four free games on there. <laughs> okay, and they were. I mean, they did they say were that Destiny. they were gonna they were gonna add games. I mean, they said that, yeah. But I'm I'm gonna wait. I mean, they they can show me before they tell me. <laughs> it's only been out a month. I think to to answer the question that was asked, because I'm terrible at actually addressing that. Uh, I think security is not going to be an issue. It's Google, like like you said earlier. They're, they're a huge company. They have all the money in the world. If something's an issue, they can fix it. Um, I think that. Uh, all the stuff you mentioned, like Google Glass and all, all that, uh, Google Plus, the issue with them isn't that Google abandons them. I think that Google abandons them because people don't use them. I think all of them are good ideas. Uh, well, maybe Google Plus excluded. I'm not a big fan of that one. But Google Glass, for example, it's an interesting idea. It's a very like, futuristic sci-fi style idea. Um, and I think that the technology for it does exist. It's just not ideal yet. And the thing they're trying to do is to make it you know, make the first version of it so that ideally in the future we can improve upon it. But because it's not the perfect thing, people don't want to use it, and then it just dies out. Uh, I think that if more people do actively support these projects, they'll get better. Yeah, for sure. Um, and <laughs> I've totally failed to address the real question as well. Security, yeah, I think Google's got it. Google can afford it. Security will be fine. Um, for the other projects, yeah, they're... I'm, not being bad ideas is one thing, but I do think Google has simply abandoned these projects that really could just do with some tweaking. Google Glass, for instance, it's not 
that it's a bad idea. It's not that it's even a bad. Um, it's 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 not even poorly marketed. It's simply that people don't want to wear goofy glasses, and the idea of simply tweaking that to make it a little bit better, something a little bit more practical, something a little bit more attractive to your everyday user, wasn't something that they were willing to explore. And you know they, uh, well, I, I use the word abandoned, but they shelved it to move on to other projects and. Google has some remarkably talented people. I'm not. Uh, I'm not even. I'm not even trying to imply otherwise. I think, unfortunately, they have so many talented people and so many ideas that they're so willing to skip around to what they think is going to be the next big thing that they're leaving a lot of potential big things behind, um, simply because they weren't immediate hits. I think, um, and, and and until Stadia can prove otherwise, I think it falls into that same category. I don't disagree with you. I think uh, they do. You know, they're a company, they have to make money, so if things aren't making money, and they don't see, they don't project that it will make money, they're going to move on to something else. Regarding Google Glass, some of us uh, already wear glasses and could not wear Google Glass in addition to the things we need to actually see. I feel that. I feel that too. I think that might have something to do with the project's failure, just because <laughs> most of its target demographic that was interested went well. I mean, nerds wear glasses, right? <laughs> Not wrong. Google Stadia, Stadia released on November 19th to mixed reviews. If you're a subscriber to Stadia, let us know your thoughts on Twitter with the hashtag SoakinPodcast. This week on the Sokin Podcast, we're going to be trying out a brand new game that the three of us will be playing, uh, and we encourage you as our audience to play along with us. So Sil is going to run us through this game. Joining with us to play in its place is a second victim that we have dredged up from the depths of the behind the screens and behind the scenes. Uh, this is Carter, who is the show's UPM. Bonsoir, my friends. What's a UPM? Uh, so like I under prime minister i should know it's it's uh basically keeping you guys in check job <laughs> i need to know what upm stands for it stands for unit production manager the most simple way that it, uh, that can be explained is it's kind of like a assistant producer it's not really what yeah. it is but that's the that's the layman's term thank you Sil. you're welcome did you guys know that you were going to learn about film tech uh, terminology <laughs> when you started listening to this podcast hey, man. boom we're educational i could teach you some stuff about film As i didn't film even student. do my job honestly <laughs> <laughs> all right so reddit has a thread called explain a film plot badly and this game is based on that idea I'm going to give you guys the plot of a film explained very poorly, and you're going to have to guess the film. Each plot is worth three points to start with, however the person answering at the time can ask for up to two hints. The first hint will reveal the genre of the film, and the second hint will reveal the star of the film. You'll answer one at a time. If you answer incorrectly, the next person in the line can uh, steal it from you. If nobody can answer, uh, it will go back to the original player to get one final guess, and if nobody gets it, the answer will be revealed. Uh, and no one gets points. We have six uh, film titles, so let's go backwards here. Ladies first. Matea, you'll go first. Oh boy. You ready? Oh boy. 
Uh, no, because I am terrible with uh, actually watching movies. But we'll see how much <laughs> I have absorbed via osmosis of the internet. That's okay. Some of these are not too difficult. Some of them are very difficult. I, I um, have a question before we start. Go ahead. Is Googling allowed? No. Oh, no. My, my whole You block. had to ask? Uh, I should have asked. <laughs> oh, I, know, I didn't I should know. Have asked. <laughs> yeah, those of you listening at home, if you're going to play along, uh, don't Google. I'll know. I won't know. Oh, I'm going to lose. All right. <laughs> Mateo, here's your first one. I remember you uh, You can take some time to think about it, but you get one, one answer. And if you don't get it, Leo gets to steal. All right. The plot is... A crossdresser saves their country by massacring a bunch of people via explosives. I know it! Now, I will point out there is some strategy here to asking for hints, because if you don't know it and you ask for hints, if Leo does know it, he gets less points for answering. I shouldn't have said I know it! <laughs> I immediately regret my decision. The big brain strats. <laughs> Would you like a hint, Mateo? No, she doesn't. Sure, we'll take the hint. Alright, the first hint, the genre of the film, animation. Can we do the Jeopardy theme song? <laughs> All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna bite the bullet. I want the second hint. The second hint. The this probably won't help you. The star of the film is Ming Na Wen. Oh my god, I actually know who that is. Is that Mulan? It is Mulan. So because you used both hints, that's only worth one point. But that is one point for T. I don't care. I'm proud of myself. <laughs> I'm proud of you. Too. I'm proud of you. Holy. All right, Leo. You ready for yours? No, but yes. Alright. A sadist with a fedora goes on an epic adventure and learns to ignore Nazis when they choose not to share. <laughs> a sadist with a fedora goes on an adventure and learns to ignore Nazis when they decide not to share. That's right. I'm sorry, time is passing. <laughs> Wait, I should be paying attention too, right? Oh, yes. man. Oh, God. Do you hit him? Oh, no. I should, but I I am clueless. Um, a sadist with a fedora goes on an adventure where he learns to ignore Nazis who decide not to share? Man. I feel this is so obvious, I'm going to be embarrassed. Mm. Alright. I'm going to... What's my first hint? The first hint? The genre? It's an adventure film. Of course it's an adventure film! <laughs> uh. mm -hmm. Alright. My second hint, because your first hint is useless to me. <laughs> the second hint, the star of the film is Harrison Ford. What? It's one of his. Okay, so. Uh. Oh no! It's the. Oh no! <laughs> I can't. I can't talk about it without giving it away. Wait, I. I, I, I God, I. I know, but which one? It is. Um, I know. I. Oh. Oh, I know I too, but I can't remember the name. It's, <laughs> That's a it's one of a bunch of movies with mm -hmm. Harrison Ford and his dumb hat yep. and and Nazis. Yep, but which <sighs> one? 
But which one? Which one is it, Leo? It's... Wait, the, the answer is obviously Dora the Explorer, the live-action movie. <laughs> obviously. <laughs> um, it's... Oh, I am, I'm naming every other movie but the one I want to name. <laughs> this is going to be agonizing for people trying to listen to this. I know, right? No. Um, son of a diddly. Okay. <sighs> five seconds. Indiana Jones. Mm-hmm. And... <laughs> And Three. something, it, it has the Ark of the Covenant in it because now she's going to share it. And it's... What's the name of it? <laughs> no, I can't Google it. All right, well, time's up. Carter, uh, for one point, can you steal it? Raiders of the Lost Ark. Solaris. That is correct. Hell yeah. I'm flipping my table. You can't see it, but I'm flipping my table. Heck. <laughs> All right, Carter, your turn. Magic Orphan Boy melts a deformed man who just wants a cool rock. Oh, um, uh, Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone. That is correct. Dude. Mm. Dude. That was an easy one right there. Yes, okay. it was an easy one. That was an easy one. I protest. <laughs> All right, Carter, you've uh, jumped ahead to four points. It's that le European leprechaun luck, Leo. You just have to get with it. I need to move to Belgium. We right, can just mug him after the show, it's fine. So his point's back. <laughs> Alright, team, back to you. A crazy old man plays with lightning while his underage friend almost makes out with his mom. Back to the future? That is correct. Yes. Holy. Oh, man. I know all but mine. Stop it, Sil. <laughs> all right, Give me T. theirs. I'm sorry. T jumps ahead and uh, ties the game. Alright, Leo, let's see if you can catch up a little bit. Yeah, let's. <laughs> this one's kind of hard, actually. Middle manager goes on a rampage to kill his bosses when he doesn't get a promotion. <sighs> Middle manager goes on a rampage to kill his bosses when he doesn't get a promotion. I'm going to add an addendum to that plot and say that it's kill his bosses and their children when he doesn't get his promotion. I thought I had it. I don't have it. I feel like that addendum added a little more. A little bit? I had an inkling, but that addendum, killing the children, uh, solidified the idea of Anakin in my head. And I'm thinking, I'm thinking that it's Star Wars Episode Three: Revenge of the Sith. That is correct. Congratulations. Holy monkeys. I wouldn't have got the right movie even, so like, For three points, you for good job, Leo. You caught up a little. You might have a chance I of winning still. A little. I might. If they get it wrong. Alright, Carter. If they both get it wrong. If yes. they both get it wrong. This one might be I don't tough. want to play this anymore. For now, it's the <laughs> battle of the Zoomers. <laughs> Alright, Carter. This one's This one is difficult. Okay. An orphan beats up a mentally ill criminal with the occasional help from God and his cool toys. Um, do you repeat that? An orphan beats up a mentally ill criminal with the occasional help from God and his cool toys. Oh, um, um, which... 
Which one is it though? Could I get like language of origin or something? Spelling be. Um, you can ask for him. I'll ask. Sounds like Toy Story. But genre is not gonna help because I mean I know what superhero we're talking about here. Um, it's Batman because he has special toys and he's you know Joker's clinically insane. Um, or is it the one with Scarecrow? You're playing a dangerous game by giving this much information away. I mean, you are. The other should have. No. Okay, give me a hint, anyways. Oh well, the first hint is genre, and it is a superhero film. I'm getting the second hint. Okay, for one well. point. Yeah. The second hint is the star of the film is Christian Bale. I don't think that helped you at all. I don't think so. Batman, and the exact Batman movie being. Now I'm getting the games and the movies mixed up. <laughs> um, think Arkham Asylum is a video game. That is correct. Okay, it's also cool. a place in the movies. Yeah, it is I also mean, a place yeah, in the exactly. Films. It is um, in the comics too. And, okay. Um, <laughs> Batman with Philosopher's Stone. No, that's not. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. That's a good guess. That's a good guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Batman Origins. That's not a movie, is it? Ah, I'm gonna go with Batman Origins. That is incorrect. That is a video game. <laughs> All right, <laughs> Mateo, for one point, you can try to steal. Batman: The Dark Knight. The Dark Knight is correct. T takes it. Yeah, I don't know how I did this. Especially for a self-proclaimed not a movie watcher. Very well done. It's, I've like haven't seen Jurassic Park. I've never seen any of the Ghostbuster movies. Like, wait, was that the last one? That was the last one. I'm gonna be honest. Uh, <laughs> yeah, e e your, or, uh, your declarations there at the end make me feel all that much better about my loss. <laughs> I'll give you each one more. No hints, uh, right. quick guesses. Leo. Sudden death. No, oh, wait. it's T. Yeah, Sudden it's death round. Summoned. All right, T. E. Sudden death round, you get one guess, no hints. Gotcha. A road trip goes poorly for a short guy. Pass. Ooh, pass. Okay, Leo. Chance to steal. A road trip a goes road poorly trip for a short guy. Poorly for a short guy. Man. Hangover. That is incorrect, Carter. Uh, no, I have absolutely no idea. Um, no idea. Pass. All right, pass. T, you have one chance to get it back. I... I've eliminated Hangover for you. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I, dude, I don't know. The Adventures attend him. <laughs> the correct answer was Lord of the Rings. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was actually thinking that, but like. No, you should have said it then. But I mean, like, that's not a road trip. But that's trip not requires just a, a short guy. That's a short guy and his friends. <laughs> okay. Oh, it is supposed to be explained badly. Leo, <laughs> how, it, like, how was I supposed to tell the difference between The Hobbit and Lord of the Rings? <laughs> we didn't guess either of those, so. Yeah. Alright, still. Alright, Leo, I'm going to give you a relatively easy one. It's about time. Because you are behind on points right now. I am 
behind on points. Alright. An angry dad expands his rocket collection. This was the... Oh no. <laughs> the first of... The, the, the one before Endgame. Um, Can you remember the answer? Oh no! I don't remember <laughs> before Endgame. Oh no! Ooh. Carter, with a steal. I didn't even get the examples, but thank you, Leo, for giving me the answer. Avengers Infinity War. You're welcome. Thank you, Leo. I really appreciate it, my You know, I hope you catch syphilis, and I hope that it destroys you. Oh. Um, sorry, we don't have where I'm from. Okay. Well, Carter just soared into the lead. Soared into the lead. So I'm going to give you a tough one here. A retired Olympian is harassed by a telekinetic monster child. Oh. I feel like the roles are reversed in this this example where the good guy is actually the telekinetic monster child. That's possible. But I have no clue. <gasps> really? Really? Pass. Pass. T? Leo. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you can call your own name, Leo. That's not how this game works. <laughs> Pass to Leo. Disney's Hercules. I'm kidding, but also that's all I got. Go ahead and either accept that one or pass. <laughs> Alright, Leo. Wonder Woman. That is incorrect. Oh no! Oh, do I get a last chance? or? You get one last chance. Okay. Telekinetic Wonder Child, or Monster Child. And a what Olympian? Retired? A retired Olympian is harassed by a telekinetic monster child. I think it is nothing that I'll actually come up with. So, um, pass. The answer was Matilda. What? <laughs> I actually Matilda. thought about it too, and I was like, okay. But then well, I, I forgot that she was a former Olympian. Oh. <laughs> well, with that, uh, Carter steals the lead from T. Congratulations. Thank you. I would like to um, thank my boss. Um, or how aiding me okay, here go today. Back, go back to the <laughs> I mean, you can, you can go back to your cage. Now. Okay, yeah. see you later. I, I really need some more food, though, boss. Please. Okay. <laughs> it was nice to hear your voice for once. Yeah, it was uh, nice being here. Thanks, guys. See, we see you next. We were gonna buy your rations with points, but then you had to go and get them all. So now we can't afford it. Now we all know <laughs> the true talent is behind the scenes, guys. See you later. Oh no. If you played along at home, let us know how you did on Twitter with the hashtag SoakinPodcast. Or if you're watching on YouTube, the comment below. Leah was robbed. This week for Tea Time, we're going to be doing our absolute best to avoid any spoiler-related discussion of The Rise of Skywalker. I mean it. Do not mention anything to do with the new movie or I will have to lose my mind that's fair uh but we will be answering a question brought to us by sarah lewis sarah asks if you could drop one cross fandom easter egg into any part of the star wars universe star wars media what would it be and where would you put it i i get to game with sarah um sarah is in my elder scrolls online game and so this one's kind of a cheat but it's also something that I think would be hilarious. I would love to see this, the uh, 
the Starship Enterprise pop into some kind of Star Wars. Um, some Star Wars somewhere. Um, I think it would completely ruin this, the story, but I think it would be hilarious. Um, only because it's such a... Um, they're, they're, they're such at-odds genres. I think it would be funny to watch some kind of... Um, let me see. We're not supposed to be spoiling star or rise of skywalker i don't think i'm spoiling it because it's in the it's in the ads but there's this scene where like a thousand starships all drop in and there's like this huge battle and all the starships are like different shapes and sizes if there was an enterprise like off in the corner somewhere i would love that i think it would be hilarious um sarah is also a huge star trek fan um plays star trek online quite a bit um, talks to us all about it quite a bit and I think that this would be one that would be funny because of the you know cross genre but I think also near and dear to Sarah's cold dark heart it's funny that you reference that scene and also that your uh, your easter egg is a ship because I was thinking the exact same thing but rather than the Enterprise I would want it to be Serenity from Firefly Oh, I would love for that to be in a scene like that or in like Mandalorian, just in the background somewhere. It would be really cool to see. Yeah, Serenity would be awesome. That is, uh, it's such an untapped, really cool fictional world. I wish something would happen with Firefly just so that we could talk about it on this podcast. I love Firefly so much. Well, I mean, you're running the show, man. Listen, current events, you know. You guys heard Whenever you guys got to submit some questions, give us some stuff to talk about about Firefly. <laughs> yeah, if you're a Firefly oh. fan. <laughs> Heck, give us some question about Nathan Fillion. We'll find a way. Oh, I would love Nathan Fillion in Star Wars. That'd be so great. Do it. If you want to submit a question, T, tell them where they can do that. <laughs> I'd like to submit a tea time question, whether or not it involves Nathan Fillion or Firefly. Uh, for the podcast, head on over to SokinGaming.com slash SokinMedia and find the submission bar on the right side of the page. Thank you everyone for listening to the Sokin Podcast. If you enjoy the show, please drop us a like, leave some comments, and look out for more episodes every Thursday. For more Sokin Media, you can visit us at SokinGaming.com slash SokinMedia, follow our Twitter at SokinGaming, and subscribe to our YouTube Sokin Gaming Community, and look for future episodes of the podcast on Google Podcasts and iTunes. Until next time, I've been T. I was an M and will remain Leo. I've been Zill. Not Jace, unfortunately. Jace, come back. We were bullied by a mean man. <laughs> and we will see you all next week. Stay, Stay classy, classy Soken. Soken. Thank you for listening to the Soken Community Podcast. Craving more? Visit us on Twitter and YouTube at Sokin Gaming, as well as our website, www.sokingaming.com. Until next time, stay classy. Right, Jace? <laughs>